CPA and CFP Don Cash has made it his life's work to help people like you plan their finances and achieve their retirement goals. It's time for your money and your life. Hey everybody, welcome into the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to Your Money and Your Life with Don Cash and myself as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. And Don, my friend, what is going on? Welcome to the show. How are you? Doing good, Mark. Hanging in there. We can't believe this is the last show of the year. I know we've uh, we've come a long way in this uh, in this kooky environment that we've been in all through 2020. And of course, you know it wouldn't be 2020 without sending us off with maybe an extra special present. Uh, this storm that's kind of rolled in, little uh, little winter storm action going on. How you guys faring? You know we're doing. Okay. I guess I mentioned when we're off air how we're kind of on the rain line of the storm and not the snow line. Uh-huh. So I don't think we're going to be getting a lot, but I'm looking at the window right now and it's, uh, you know, it's snowing pretty good. But, you know, you're right about that. A big snowstorm is kind of like a giant bow on this <laughs> gift called the year 2020, right? Right. So we're hunkered down, as they say. I mean, there's nothing like a, a good snowstorm, though, Mark, to create panic and drama, right? Oh, yeah. As if we haven't had enough of that this year. No, I mean, the stores are, the shelves are getting cleared out. People are stocking up as they normally do when there's a snowstorm. And, you know, it seems like over the years, whenever there's any kind of snow like this, uh-huh. particularly lately, there's this kind of like shut it all down mentality, right? It's like whether it's schools or business or retail, except Dunkin' Donuts, Mark, that remains open. That's important. <laughs> Dun- <laughs> but, Duncan is very important because America runs on Duncan, as you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, now it, it's routinely, there's a state of emergency declared. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'm going to sound like a cliche here, uh, like one of these people that tell you what it's like when you were younger. <laughs> but when I was day. younger, <laughs> Mark, when I was younger, it seemed like, and people will relate to this, it seems like we just carried on as usual, right? People right. would routinely find a way to get to work or get to school in a snowstorm. It was just part of life. We'd bundle up and walk to school. And, you know, I've read up until recently, there were only like a handful of times in the past 50 years where schools were closed due to snow in New York City. And now they're, I think, closing their schools um, right. today and tomorrow. So, but the good news is, the good news is it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, right? That's right. And to boot, the Christmas lights on my house are working. Woohoo! Yeah, so folks, you hadn't caught our last couple of podcasts. We had a conversation, I think it was on the last one, uh, about uh, Don's Christmas lights and them not working. So that's good. I'm glad that they're up and, and rolling for you. And yeah, I'm with you. You know, it's it makes you think about the, you know, when I was younger, back in my day kind of thing, uh, you know, uphill both ways in the snow, you know, <laughs> all those kind of conversations. And uh, yeah, we are moving out of 20 into 21. This is our uh, 41st podcast. Uh, we'll be finishing off uh, the 2020 year with it and getting into 2021. So let's do a year-end wrap-up, my friend, and take a look at the good, the bad, the ugly, and uh, you know, hang out with uh, Clint Eastwood in that movie. Uh, <laughs> what does it mean moving forward? Uh, hopefully, it's a better year. That's certainly uh, paramount, I imagine, in most people's minds. For sure. And by the way, that's a great movie. Everyone oh, yeah. should uh, read that over the holidays. But one of the things I like to do, Mark, this time of year is to look back on the predictions for the year from last December, right? December, 2019. Oh, Lord. Yeah. And, okay. And compared to what 
actually happened this year. Mm-hmm. And, and do you know what's consistent, Mark, from year to year? Uh, they're probably almost always wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. You know, can you believe that nobody predicted a pandemic for this year? I mean, <laughs> didn't they name this uh, thing COVID-19? And the 19 is supposedly 2019. Right. Uh, and yeah. I never heard anyone mentioned this in 2019 you know in fact i'm pretty sure you were the first person to tell me the coronavirus is officially named covid19 i think that was back in january yeah well as we had talked about and shared on the show it, obviously it started we all know it started over in in china and uh, my wife uh, would work over there quite often with a company she would be sent back and forth and so she the last time she visited was october of 19 and they started having problems in i think november uh so yeah that's kind of where i guess that's where it came from right because it technically started in 19 right. uh over there so certainly interesting yeah no doubt i mean it's uh it's something of course we didn't hear about until i guess for the most part february february right? I mean, yeah that, you know january was kind of like you know in the the news to some extent, but it wasn't really like a topic, but we'll Mm -hmm. get into the news for the year. It was interesting what we're talking about for January and February, but let's reflect on the highlights, uh, like, or the, what you would call the lowlights, right. Of this past year. (laughs) Okay. And speaking of January and then through the year, let's start with that, Mark. Okay. I mean, people look, we look back on January. What were we talking about? January was Uh, the impeachment. Oh my of president trump right i mean we think about this like the biggest news you would think of for the year would be the impeachment of the president this year it's really nothing more than a footnote <laughs> That's right? so strange. that was that was the drama one year ago right we're going into the new year and it was the impeachment of the president then in february we get into the presidential primaries really on the democrat side and Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren were leading the charge. Oh, boy. Uh, along with um, Mayor Pete Buttigieg, right? Remember that? Yeah, yeah. I think he just got a position in the tra- uh, transportation department, I think. You know, it took me like a month to be able to pronounce the name. Yeah, Buttigieg. Yep, yep. Buttigieg. But, uh, you know, that was in February. Then, of course, March and April, that's when the virus hits and the shutdowns and the panic. Mm-hmm. Uh, markets crash and... You know, of course, the virus is still with us and and it continues. And, you know, our thoughts and prayers always go out to those who are affected and experienced the tragedy in their families. But um, that's when it, it all started in May of and June. It also seems like a million years ago. Right, Mark? <laughs> May, May and June, we had protests and riots. Right. Yeah. So. All through the reason, rest of the summer, exactly. Yeah, 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 along with the summer, apparently the uh, the virus doesn't hit people who are protesting and rioting. But, right. <laughs> uh, but we had that in, in May and June. And, and then you think about it, what happens next from an economic perspective? And you would never think this, right? Markets rebound. Unemployment drops sharply. And it was the exact opposite of what was predicted. And as we move through the summer, mm-hmm. the virus cases, of course, rose sharply in the southern and western states like Florida and Texas, Arizona, even to California. And as we moved into the fall, all eyes were on the election, right, Mark? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They still are. And they are, right? Exactly. Even after, here we are, December going into the new year. But back then in September, we had. The back to school issues. I mean, that's what we're grappling with in our family and many other families. And, you know, here in New Jersey, 
New Jersey restaurants and gyms finally reopened. That was such a a great thing. I can remember that vividly. That just after Labor Day, I think yeah. it was in October. We had debates, and of course, President Trump gets the virus, and a whole other bunch of people in his cabinet and his circle get the virus, and cases start creeping up around the world again. And what was the prediction? Right as we go into October, November, it's the prediction was this: it's going to get ugly. Stock market's going to crash. Now is the time to get out until. Mm next year Mm -hmm. yep then november we have the election and controversies rancor challenges accusations mudslinging it's still not over and uh you know in addition virus cases skyrocket in in, uh all parts of the world mostly europe and the united states and the result of that think about this oddly enough the greatest month ever in the history of the stock market <laughs> after <laughs> all of that i right. mean you know of course we talked about this last show the the vaccine had a i think that has a little something to do with it right yeah that's yeah. a that's certainly certainly a part of it and now yeah. we have vaccines amazingly rolling out uh here and in europe uh in yeah the fda UK. approved it i think uh, a little earlier this week from the time we're taping this podcast yeah right yeah. and uh and they're being given um here and in um the UK, I think a 90-year-old woman was the first one. Oh, yeah. I, saw, I think I saw that video. Yeah. Interesting. To receive it. Mm-hmm. You know, oddly enough, by the way, in, in the UK, Mark, they call the the vaccine a jab. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like when you're getting a, uh, the shot. You get a shot. A you jab. get a jab. Yeah. I like that. A jab. Yeah. yeah. yeah kind of, you know, it, it sounds more fun. A jab. A little jab. <laughs> <laughs> I had my uh, blood test this morning from uh, from my physical. So I got a jab. I gave some there blood uh, Actually, that's that a little bit more than a jab. You say that too much here in the States, though. Somebody's going to think you're in a boxing match, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. A little jab to the gut. Yeah. Uh, but the virus is still with us. and But things are looking up, you know, certainly when I speak with people. And there's a greater sense of optimism and, and looking forward to the new year now, probably more than, than ever before. Yeah. And I've been saying this on several different shows I've been doing the last uh, couple of weeks. That's awesome, and I think that we definitely should uh, carry some optimism in. But we also need to, just like when we're working with an advisor, Don, we should set some expectations because we don't want to put too much pressure on 2021 to perform <laughs> because it's got to be better anyway. But we're going to, like you said, the virus is still with us. We're going to have some issues uh, for a few more months for sure, and we're not, we're, not, you know, we're not sure how long that's going to take. So setting expectations is always a good idea. So with all that said, let's talk about some of the lessons learned in 2020 that we can carry into 2021 and maybe set some expectations. You know, Mark, that's a great point. We can't like set this up like January 1st, the ball drops. Right. And it's like, yeah. yeah, it's all over. It's all over. Right. Right. Now it's yeah. a new year. We're going to go back to like, you know, 2020 doesn't count. Right. right. We're right. going from 20. The ball drops and poof, it's all perfect again. Right. You know. Exactly. Right. It doesn't work that way. But, you know, as I look back on this year, and I'm sure you, you feel the same way, it was certainly the most challenging year of my life, both <laughs> professionally and personally. I think I've never worked harder, mm-hmm. for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. But also, I've been to eight funerals this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what I've gotten out of that is um, certainly a different perspective, mm-hmm. uh, a renewed perspective. And you, when, you, when you attend eight funerals, you, you uh, realize if you didn't before, and I think we all do, that life is short, right, and uncertain. And, uh, you know, we really can't neglect what's most important and I think to myself, it's uh, relationships and health, mm, right? Yeah. So relationships being uh, faith and family and, and friends. And 
you know, certainly I put uh, clients and, and colleagues into that category of friends. And certainly finances are important. Of course, we never dismiss that, no doubt. And our hearts go out to those who are unemployed through no fault of their own, right? Through this, um, the pandemic and all right, the shutdowns. Yeah. Fortunately, you know, for people in our field and many others, uh, a lot of people with uh, in-demand skills and even investors have held up pretty well financially. And broadly speaking, Mark, I find that people that seem to have gotten through this uh, better than others have a focus on their health, right? By either exercising or walking, uh, praying, meditating, avoiding excess alcohol <laughs> yeah, and sure. eating healthy. Um, I think those are easy to kind of lapse into, right? You know, eating too much or some people are starting to drink too much. And also people I, I see who are alone have been hit the hardest with the depression, anxiety, drug abuse, alcoholism. And, and people who have been able to connect with people have done a lot better. Yeah. Isolation are, hurts. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Being isolated and kind of stuck in your own head and the only outlet is maybe uh, your smartphone or TV, the internet. That's the the other side of technology. But, you know, technology can really help, right? So, mm, yeah. you know, people now who are truly at risk health-wise, they can order food to be delivered to their homes from an app on their phone. That, I mean, that's a good part of technology. And, and you look back and you think Zoom, right, and FaceTime apps have been... Truly revolutionary. I mean, how many of us would have taken the time to learn Zoom without being forced into it? Oh, if it, if we didn't have the pandemic, yeah, probably very, very, very few. Uh, I don't think that company would have seen near the explosion that they've seen. Uh, or really, and to your point, any of these technologies has certainly helped us. Uh, whether you're at risk for elderly, you know, I'm, I know my mom, you know, she's 79. She was always pretty good with her social media apps, but she certainly learned to kick it up a notch along the way. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt that, uh, that helps people, whether they're, you know, isolated or not, just mm -hmm. stay connected. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people who couldn't go back to church. They had a uh, church via live stream or zoom or something like that or right. mm -hmm. you know they couldn't see their kids and grandkids they could zoom with the kids or grandkids of course it's nothing like you know being together face to face right. but this is something we couldn't have done even 10 years ago right mark i oh, mean it's yeah. it's uh you know you and i've been doing zoom for a while it's something we were ahead of the curve, Don. We were ahead of the curve. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and even now, when we do Zoom. We don't. We like put our pictures up, and we don't even like. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't we, even we, have the video on. Just a just a still picture. Yep. Yeah, we, we say turn video off because I mean it's a it's an audio podcast, and we That's don't necessarily right. need to see the uh, the video. But uh, you know, one of the things I found that throws us for a loop, Mark, mm -hmm. is a sudden change forces us to change our habits. And I look back and I was in the habit of um, almost always meeting clients face to face. Yeah. Right. I was in the habit of going to Starbucks every morning and to the gym four days a week and out to eat with my wife every weekend, and going on trips for work and vacation. I mean, some of these are good habits and some of these maybe you want to work on a little bit, but changing habits can cause a lot of stress, but it also can lead to massive growth. You know, I'm reading a book right now. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. It's called uh, The Power of Habit hmm. by Charles uh, D. Hig. I think it's Duhig. Or I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but it's a big yellow book. Maybe we'll put a link up on it on the uh, podcast. Sure. 
I mean, I recommend it highly. It talks something, Mark, about the habit loop. And this pandemic has forced us out of our so-called habit loop. And it can make us reflective of making a change for the better. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. And, and I, I would think, yeah, to your point earlier about isolation and so on and so forth and just changes, a lot of us may uh, have swapped one habit for a lockdown or a COVID habit, if you will. Uh, and so some that are excelling, to your point, have found ways to do that positively. Others that have not have, uh, unfortunately, maybe looks at some of the negatives. And you know, you mentioned in health and habits. So what about the relationships? Because obviously that's been really interesting through all this. Yeah, I mean, that is uh, the key. I mean, I look back on, there was an old advertising tagline that Chase Bank used to have, mm. and they don't have it anymore, but that was really cool. The tagline was this, the right relationship is everything. Mm, yeah. And I thought that was, you know, very profound. I mean, I'm, I mentioned before all of the funerals I attended this year. And, and when, you, when you attend a lot of funerals, it gives you like a real jolt. And particularly some of these people, were around my age. And that also kind of hits you harder, Mark. If, if someone's closer to your age, it makes you think of, uh, you know, think hard about a lot of things and things like, you know, where do you spend your time and energy and uh, what gets you upset and what you want to be remembered for? What's your true purpose for life? Those kind of things. And, right. Have, you know, just I, little questions. Not nothing, nothing too major, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it kind of gets you like thinking about more of the profound issues. Very, very much so. Yeah. Yeah, instead of kind of like being in your habit loop of the day to day, and mm -hmm. you know when I'm when I think back uh, on these things, I I certainly want to be remembered for being a a faithful husband and a a good dad, a, certainly a hard worker, and someone who was able to um, help a lot of people in my life. And as I think as we move through into the new year, I speak for myself, and I'm sure other people feel the same way. We should be spending more time reflecting on these things and looking on how we can improve our relationships. So, um, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think the same thing, definitely. Uh, you find yourself going through a myriad of different thoughts and feelings about uh, how you spend your days and what you're doing. And, and, and as we all age, I think that happens. But certainly uh, 2020 has made that a bit more profound on many, many levels. So it's definitely, uh, you know, worth the uh, inner reflection, I suppose, right? Yeah, and for sure, and, you know, even this time of the year during this past last few weeks until Christmas and New Year's, you know, one of my little commitments over the holidays is spending several nights every week with the family watching old Christmas movies. And, nice. You know, it brings back lots of memories. It brings us closer together. And, you know, we saw the movie Elf recently. You ever see that movie? Uh-huh. Yep. Great movie. And yep. uh, uh, some old ones like Christmas in Connecticut. It's just, you know, it's oh, 40s movies, the time era of It's a Wonderful Life and, you know, the, the Christmas Carol, those kind of many, many years of the Christmas Carol. I even saw something last night. It was great. My, my young 13-year-old daughter never saw this. It was the Honeymooners Christmas special. Did you ever see that? Oh, uh, well, that's been a long time. Yeah. I saw it a it's long a, time ago, but yeah. It's very cute. I mean, these are like from the 1950s. Right. But, yeah. You know, and, and recently we, uh, we put up our decorations and bought our annual Christmas tree. Okay. Which was, oh, it's always a lot of fun. We do that on my daughter's birthday every year. And Mark, another sign of the times, did you know that there's a major Christmas tree shortage in this country? No, I didn't, but I'm not surprised. <laughs> it's, it's just not shocking at all, actually. I was amazed. Looking at the Christmas tree, we go to our usual Christmas tree farm each year. It was closed. Mm. We had to go to a different farm. Okay. 
and the pickings were slim. And the tree that we picked was literally like more than twice the price of our usual tree. <laughs> but they say that, you know, with, uh, if you remember a couple of months ago, there were these California wildfires. Right. Yeah, that's true. They just yeah. destroyed a whole bunch of trees and, and the people were ordering trees from North Carolina and Pennsylvania. And there wasn't like this anticipation for so many people buying trees. So uh, there was a shortage of trees. And, you know, it's the old stories of uh, supply and demand. Uh, supply's low. The prices are high. That's so, true. And it affects every arena of uh, industry sometimes, the ones you don't even think about. Exactly, right? So we, uh, this was uh, the Christmas tree issue. But my wife and kids love to cook as well and bake. And that's another thing that bonds us. Although, Mark, it's a little dangerous, <laughs> you know? Another, <laughs> another the, quarantine 15? Uh, putting Oh, the, my yeah. goodness. The amount of cookies and cakes in the house and and food that we shouldn't be eating i was just talking about good health right now we're talking about like cookies and cakes so you know as we put a wrap on this year i i truly look forward to better days and and making the most of a difficult year to gain a a better appreciation for the days and the uh, years ahead Absolutely. Well said, Don, for sure. And so this podcast, we just kind of wanted to recap the uh, the year that was uh, or that is 2020 at the time we're taping this. Uh, we are just had a couple of weeks to go here right before Christmas. So we hope everybody has a happy and safe holiday season. Obviously, it'll be a little different. We talked about Thanksgiving being muted. Uh, this is another kind of same thing. It's a little subdued maybe from the norm, but we certainly hope that everybody has a, uh, a wonderful holiday season. And of course, as always, if you have some questions or need some help, make sure that you talk with a qualified professional like like Don, uh, don't you know? Have to wait for the holidays to be able to start booking some time or setting some things up. Most firms are starting to take appointments for January anyway, and calendars do fill up pretty quickly. So reach out if you got some questions, need some help. He's a CPA and a CFP at Donald W. Cash and Associates. You can call him at 800-664-1183. Have a 15-minute phone call or virtual chat. Have a conversation about your situation. Don't wait for New Year's and make a resolution that you're going to probably drop in a couple of weeks anyway, like we all tend to do sometimes. So reach out, give him a call, 800-664-1183. Don't forget you can subscribe to the podcast if you've not done so already at Your Money and Your Life on Apple or Google or Spotify or whatever platform you choose. And you can find it all at doncashpodcast.com. That's doncashpodcast.com. Don and I'll be back in 2021. And my friend, I've enjoyed talking to you this year. Thank you so much. It's been informative and fun along the way. My pleasure, Mark. And uh, I wish you and everyone out there a a blessed and healthy uh, Christmas and year 2021 coming up. And, you know, as we look ahead, let's just remember that, uh, that hope and change and redemption is the reason for the season and let's look forward to the new year coming up absolutely and we'll see you next time here on your money and your life with don cash and myself stay safe and sane and we'll see you in 2021 Investment advisory services offered through Donald W. Cash & Associates, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of New Jersey.